don't make a little better is ourselves because we both feel like crap we're the dbc i'm bastard number three at the controls with barely a voice and that's bastard number one over there i shouldn't do that sing-songy thing you're doing right now because that's gonna take that's gonna kill it you think it is gonna take it take its toll yeah. over the course of the world. well guess what folks we're doing a short one not only is it the holiday seasons we know you have uh little less time maybe uh to dedicate to pot new music podcast so aka called shit to do aka shit to do so we're going to uh keep this one short mercifully short for you but also for us because we don't know how long our voices and our um infirm bodies at this point are going to hold so um we're the bastards and we got basically a two segment show for you this week we are jumping back in where we left off last week in the uh, Best Number One's DBC Advent Calendar, uh, spotlighting his uh, 25 favorite songs of the year. And, um, 24, 24, 24, 24, sorry. And we um, are uh, number 12 this week, and he's going to take us through uh, some of them, including ones that we've played on the show. He'll, he'll talk about them, but then uh, we'll play some of these that we've not heard. And then we'll do a uh, another uh, standard six song edition of the song exchange to close it out so that's it short simple to the point without further ado let's just jump into it best number one i don't know how much you need to recap the advent calendar or at all just jumping right back in hey last last uh show we ended at number 13 we had uh we hadn't done a show we hadn't done a show previous week we had two weeks of music to talk about and get through this week we only have one and uh we start off with, with number 12. So every day on Facebook, if you go to the DBC podcast page, I've been revealing what I call my advent calendar. One song a day leading up to Christmas Eve, which will be my number one song. Um, and uh, since the last uh, show, we have had numbers 12 through uh, number six. So uh, I'm revealing, uh, and we're going to play some of the songs that have not played on the song exchange. And that is, the uh, first one is number 12. We don't bring too much metal to the show. Every now and then, I bring some harder stuff. You bring some harder stuff. Um, and, and even my, my playlist for the year, uh, there was only, or for the top 24, there was only two metal songs in it. We played the one, which was Gila Monster by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And that's, um, I mean, do you even really, uh, I, we all know that uh, metal fans are notoriously uh, territorial and all of that. Uh, would they be scoffing at the inclusion no. of that, or has the metal community embraced it? No, the metal community is, is perfectly fine with, with this record. They had, a, they had a record called Infest the Rat's Nest earlier that was iffy, 
but it was included on uh, the Metal Archives is 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 a is a is a website Encyclopedia Metalla Metalla Metallum, uh, you know the Metal Archives. Uh, if you go to metal-archives.com, you'll see it. Um, I used to be a moderator there, and uh, King Gizzard was added based on that Infest the Rasnets record, but iffy, I think. This one was like full-blown, like, yeah, this is good. Now we have justification for it to be on the site. So, mm-hmm. hey, we're good. Fair enough. And this band, this band there, there's no doubt. Um, yeah, the group is called Wallowing. Uh, so we're going, we're starting off with them and going to the UK. They're from England. Um, they have uh, released two records. Uh, their second one, uh, called Earth Reaper, came out on April 28th. It may or may not be in my top albums of the year, uh, which will be revealed between Christmas and New Year's, and just in one shot, just in just one post. And we're not going to. We may talk about it here, but we're not going to play songs from it. Uh, but the record is. Um, there, there's seven tracks on it. Three of them are instrumentals, um, inst- intermental interlude, interludes, like 30 seconds a piece. And the rest of them are long, except for the one I'm going to play. Like the Earth Reaper, the title track is 21 minutes and 50 seconds long. Good Lord. Yeah, it's a hell of a song. Anyway, Wallowing, uh, Wallowing is the name of the band. They are a blackened sludge and doom metal band. Earth Reaper came out in April, and we are going to play my number 12 favorite song of the year flesh and steel check it out on the dbc advent calendar 2023 
man, that is some nasty distortion there at the end. That is uh, yeah. wallowing. The track is called uh, Flesh and Steel, and this is going to be a hell of a segue to the next one, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that was... Uh, that was, I mean, for what it is, it's good. It's nothing I'm going to listen to on my own, but uh, there were some moments yeah. in there that were like, okay, I want to get up and like punch a baby. Punch a baby. Okay. Not that's, I'm sure they'll like to hear that. I'm the, sure they'll like to hear that. That's, I don't my, know, that's my metal barometer. Well, I mean, they put an album out. If you want to punch a baby. They put an album out called Earth Reaper, for God's sake. Yeah. No one's confusing I'll, it with well, a Kirk Franklin record. I've... <laughs> I've uh I've, I've labeled this as the heaviest record I've I heard in 2023. Um I mean that should not be a shock. Rattling. It is bow rattling and that is and that's the short one. You get that over uh you know the last two tracks Cyborg Asphyxiation and Earth Reaper at uh the two last tracks are at 30 uh 2 minutes total. So uh, of that, can you just that that low end that just kicks you in the ass? Cyborg is, asphyxi- is awesome. Cyborg asphyxiation sounds like some kind of weird like fetish that there's some like chat room on 4chan for that. There might be. They might be a part of it too. Who knows? Mm, who knows? Moving on. They they commented on my Facebook post, so maybe I'll ask them if they've got a uh, a cyborg asphyxiation. Do you like choking or- robots? Yeah. Do I? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to number 11. We're not going to play number 11 because we uh, we played it on the song exchange uh, earlier in the year. Uh, but um, my 11th favorite song of the year, we stay in the UK for a three-piece uh, alt-rock band called Snakes, S-N-A-Y-X, if you're looking it up. I remember that. Uh, in the in the playlist, uh, they had a song called "I Am Deranged," a nice little hard hitter, uh, sort of uh, punky uh, alt rock punky type song. Um, they they released an EP in March called "Weaponized Youth Part One," Unlo- uh, and one of the things I hate is they've got another record, another EP coming out later. It is not "Weaponized Youth Part Two. They better release a part two at some point. I'm telling you, damn it. You do not release a part one without a part two, it's, George Michael. It's stupid. Yeah, George Michael. Where's Where's my Listen Without Prejudice Volume Two? That's what I want. It's locked in the yes. vault or the coffin, it's un- dude. It's unfinished. It's unfinished business. I'm telling you. It was is not to go off on a tangent. Is that a thing? Is there uh, an unfinished volume two? Yeah, they, they scrap. From what I understand, he recorded it and they scrapped it because it they uh, they wanted something a little bit different. Mm. So, um, but is there an actual version of it? I don't think it ever got like fully like formed okay. as far as I know. So it would be neat to see though. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, we are going to play number 10 though um, uh, for a band that we both like. And, and so you, um, when we were talking originally, we might've mentioned this last week too, because we were talking about Carly Rae Jepsen mm-hmm. in the last show. And you mentioned that there was a co- possibility or you were interested to see see if any of my songs overlapped yours. And I said I thought there was two possibilities. Was there's uh Carly Rae Jepsen's Shy Boy and the song at number ten. Yes. Right. So we're we're coming back to the the US for this one, going to Los Angeles, and it's a group called Muna. And we've talked about Muna on the show many times. I don't know if we've ever talked about them on the podcast because it's uh, it hasn't been that long. And and this was um 
uh, this was released back in April no. as a non-album single. And I still don't think it's on a record. No, they don't have a record out yet, I'm sure. I think they're working on it, so maybe it's something that's going to end up being on it. Muna has had a long-standing presence on the show and the song exchange, but um, it all predates the podcast. Number two, very big Muna fan, um, as well as myself. Um, but yeah, this, this might be the first time that it's been brought to the the podcast song exchange like this, I believe. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Well, and this one certainly wasn't. We uh, as a previous Muna song was, but we I think we got uh, we I think we said we're we're done with Muna and the song exchange, right? I mean, yeah, she, I mean they're, they've they're, been brought so many times. Yeah, and they're and they're just big. They're huge now. Are they huge? They opened for Taylor Swift. Oh, did they? Okay, <laughs> they are huge. They are absolutely monstrous. All right. Well, we'll see if one of them dates a Kelsey. Is there another Kelsey brother? If the the, the there none of them are straight. So that oh, will not be happening. No, actually, uh, no. Okay, that's that's true. That is there is a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, LGBTQ bands in my top twenty four this year, and I didn't know that until I looked it up. I mean, just a coincidence. I don't care either way. But it was just very interesting. Yeah. No, Muna is definitely a a, a standard yeah. bearer for that right now. Yeah, absolutely. Then, uh, so my number ten song of the year is a Lucy that came back in April. It is called "One That Got Away." Feeling 
there it is. New music, not new music, new music this year, 2023. Uh, Lucy called One That Got Away, one of Bastard Number uh, One's favorite songs of the year. And just, man, they are. They are firing on all cylinders, man. They know how to craft an earworm, and and they got that '80s, that groove, that slap bass. That it's all there. Well, now now the the problem is I don't understand what you were talking about when you said you thought there might be some crossover. Because I'm just now curious. Now we'll get into your list. The first show we do after the after New Year's. Yeah. So the first show in 2024. We're going to reveal your top songs. But now mm-hmm. I'm curious what the hell you were talking about because I know. Um, I know nothing else in my list is is going to be in yours. Well, I know that the song that I was talking about is not going to be in my show list. Oh, okay. So if you want me to tell you what it is, I will, unless sure. you want to see what it is. if it's Surprise shows up on your list. It's not going to show up okay. on, it was, on my list. It was the, um, the Crosses song with Robert Smith. Oh, gotcha! Yeah, yeah, no. Um, the Crosses record I, I will reveal is is in my somewhere in my top ten albums of the year. Mm. But there were no songs from Crosses that made my top twenty four. Okay, well, that's was... interesting though. That made that makes sense certainly. Yep, like I could definitely see it being on your list, but uh, you know, obviously did not make the cut. Yep. But we've got but nine other. That, that's not the song I would have went with anyway. Uh, and I, I had to look at the record, but there was a really poppy one that was a, a poppier one that was the single, and I, I think that's one of the best songs uh, uh, Chino's made. Mm. Uh, I'd have to look up the title. I don't remember offhand. Mm. Um, uh, but yes, and, and and so now think of this too as you go. Now, the, granted, in the in in real life, if you had played it in order, it would have been Wallowing Snakes and then Muna, so there would have been a little bit of a transition in between. But that's where my tastes go to. Mm-hmm. I can listen to Wallowing followed by Muna, and enjoy both of them thoroughly. It's very interesting, isn't it? I can just shift like that. It's weird. You're a real trailblazer and a trendsetter. I I must be. Um, And I'm trying to trendset with the next band. We're going to play. you're you're, You're like these people that post these memes. I don't know if you see them where it's like, uh, it's a, it's like a picture of, drake and like morgan wallen and something like that and it's like what happens when my music is on shuffle or something it's these people who are like oh i'm so eclectic because i listen to drake and country and classic rock yay i'm like oh that's cool i remember my first beer all right toss in our three for bitches (laughs) (laughs) then let's see what happens anyway um uh, the, the, my number nine song of the year comes from a band that I've been pushing for years. I really wish would be bigger, but there's no market for them. I don't think there's no radio, nope. uh, you know, no radio market for these guys. I don't even know what channel they'd be play- like. If you were thinking like an X Serious XM, I don't even know what channel they'd be played on. Some rock channel, but I I don't know where they fit in the market today. But they're they're a, a fantastic group. Um, if again, if we were saving our miles here, we got to go back to the UK for this one. Sorry, UK, UK, Los Angeles, UK. Uh, that's all right. But the group is Saint Agnes. You're killing the earth for it, but it's okay. It's, it's your bit. The group is Saint Agnes. 
Back in 2021, I brought a song uh, to the Song Exchange called Repent. Unbelievable. Unbelievably good song. And that that ended up being in my top songs of the year. And here we are two years later with another one of their songs. Um, I'm really trying to get the name out there, although I'm just one person. Someone help me. Uh, Unfortunately, I can't because I really wanted to like this record, and I just did not. I was so disappointed by this. Uh, I like the record and I love this song. Um, and it, it's very interesting when you hear this. Uh, uh, I am very shocked in a, that there is no uh, Trent Reznor credit on this because the guitar in this is, if that is not a ripoff of Wish, Wish. Then, I, yeah. then, then I have no idea what it is. Mm. Uh, but my number nine song of the year is St. Agnes with Bloodsuckers. Bloodsuckers.
taking full advantage of the uh, podcast. <laughs> the only reason I never brought that for the song exchange is because that would have been a nightmare for you to edit down for the radio. Oh, I wouldn't have. I would have quit. Uh, that was uh, Bloodsuckers by St. Agnes. I definitely hear the uh, the wish thing. It's 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 not close enough that you could have problems. It's not it's, close enough, really. Because the tempo isn't the same, and there's a missing chord in there. Like, the, the chords that they use are in Wish, and the problem that I have with it is, like, the effect that they put on it is almost identical. Like, the guitar tone yeah. is, like, identical to the one on Wish, but it's... it's why is that? That's not really a problem. No, I mean, it, that's just, no, no, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's not, like, a straight rip. It's, like, it's sure. really close, but... Sure, neither was Ice Ice Baby. I got it. <laughs> this is this is a lot farther than Ice Ice Baby yeah, um, okay. from the original. But, uh, yeah, that's... Hey, look, that's all right. It, it's very close to it. It certainly rang that bell and, uh, yep. as soon as I heard it, but I, I do like them. Um, yeah, I mean, I they're, the... The initial EP from 2021 was better than than the new record, but mm. I still like both. So I will look forward to um, uh, the next one in the my top 24 in 2025. I guess then, right? <laughs> Every go. two years. There you go. So uh, my number eight song is one we played on the song exchange. So we're not going to play it again. So again, um, um, Bastard Number Three keeps a running list of all the songs in the song exchange, and there's a playlist up on Spotify. Yep, you can go and listen to every single one from the very beginning. And wherever uh, you're listening to this, if you're on Amazon or something like that, the uh, link is posted in the show bio. You can just click on the uh, Spotify link and it'll open it up. And even if you're not a Spotify subscriber, uh, you'll just get ads. And so you can have a free account, right? And uh, you can listen to all 890, whatever it is. Yeah. And that's on Spotify. But uh, as you're saying that, we are now on Spotify. We are now on Google. And we are now on Amazon. Correct. Right, right. Still more to come, maybe? maybe, uh, maybe working maybe. on Apple. Working on Apple. That's the last one, I think. I don't know where else the, the, care the, that's, about, right? that's the big one. That's the big Apparently one. Apparently, you can so. get us on Audible, too, if anybody uses Audible. Uh, I, I'm happy with these three yeah, right now. Um, anyway, uh, the, the group I was talking about is Shallow Pools. Uh, they are out of Boston, a four-piece indie rock band, another LGBTQ band. Um, and they released an album uh, in October. And the song on it was Nightmare that we played. Really great. Um, indie rock, just hard, um, kind of gritty song. It's kind of, it's, it's really kind of cool. I, and, and a lot of the songs I have in this sort of midsection, uh, 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 apparently other than Muna have sort of like a bit of an aggression to it. And, you know, as, as 2023 rolled in, I was doing a lot of the post-punk. I was doing a lot more aggressive tunes and it kind of shows in the, the, the top 24 this year for sure. Now, granted, there was some country and there's some rap in here. There's some, you know, uh, you know, pop as you heard, but aggressive is the nature of uh, the overall theme of this okay. <laughs> 24 this year. All right. So we're going to move to number seven and we're going to play this one. Um, we are going, oh, look at this. I didn't even realize it. Back to the UK, going to London. But we're just flying back and forth from the UK to US and back. We're going to London uh, for the for the next one from a group called uh, Boy Bleach. They're a five-piece band. It has uh, two sets of brothers and a friend they have known since, I'm thinking it's college. I, have to, I would have to remember back either high school or college, but since they went to school together. Uh ton of energy from Boy Bleach. They kind of fuse rock, punk, um, and they get really cool and clever lyrics. Uh, this is a, a very political song. Um, 
about the state of uh, uh, politicians and what they do to you. Uh, it is a, and, uh, and it is a, uh, it's one of those ones I think you have to listen to the lyrics to fully grasp the song. It's kind of both musical and lyrical for me at this point. Um, and, and so the song is called Daylight Robbery. It's my number seven song of 2023, and it's by Boy Bleach. track from boy bleach track is called daylight robbery that's bastard uh number one's seventh favorite song of 2023 and and maybe one of miss jackie my wife's uh least favorite songs only because um i think for a good month i was uh singing that chorus in the shower um and i think she got tired of hearing it okay it's catchy it's catchy our, I'm going to rob your house in the broad daylight. Is she like, um, stop singing that, please? I'd rather you sing Flesh and Steel. Yes, Flesh and Steel was her request. <laughs> That's why I made it in the top 24. Um, I would be curious at the end of this whole thing, so maybe on next week's show, um, to uh, ask you the question and get you the answer, get the answer of uh, 
which songs on this got the seal of approval from both your wife and your uh, child because I know you share these things. So I'd be curious. To... I do. I played the entire list for both of them. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you uh, at the very end uh, how many and which ones got the seal of approval. All right. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that. I was actually. I will, I will give you. I give you one clue. All right. It's not many. <laughs> well, that, I knew it wasn't going to be many. But um, so, yeah, no, that was a good tune. Uh, no, I had not heard that before. I was convinced up until I hit play that this was going to be an Imogen Heap cover because I was like, how many songs could there be called Daylight Robbery? Like, it's not a common song oh. title. And I, I didn't even pick that up. And that's man. a song of hers that I, that's one of my favorite Imogen Heap songs. It's um, not, right? It's not. I knew it from okay. well, as soon as you said "take a shit" <laughs> in the song. I was like, "Nope, not Imogen Heap." Um, but no, it was good. Good stuff. Good tune. Good, good, good. So, and then my uh, the last one we're going to play tonight is my number six. We'll get into the top five. We'll play all the top five next week. Um, but the number six song um, is a group. I was very surprised uh, at at this one. So the group is called Wide Mouth Mason. Have you ever heard of them? I've not. All right. See, this is the thing. So this is another one of these groups. Uh, they're from Canada. They have nine records, nine records, and I've never heard of them before. Yeah. Uh, before their new record came out, um, called Late Night Walking, and and I, I was a bit shocked at that. But uh, there's so many bands in Canada that just for some reason don't cross over into the U.S. And I I really. I don't quite understand it. But that's not just a Canada thing. Like, it's got to be happening other places, and we just don't know it. You you only know what you know. So, that's like, well, what the hell else is brewing in England that we don't even, that doesn't even make it yeah, over here? Or Australia. I, I, I guess, but that's so far. It feels like, because I I, I, I put it in my, my Facebook post, like, I can drive mm -hmm. tomorrow. I can leave tomorrow morning and make it to Toronto by the end of the day. And yet I can't listen to any one of nine albums from Wide Mouth Mason. And I don't understand how that happens. You know, and granted, digitally, you know, Australia is the same distance as Canada mm. away from me. I, I get it. But um, it is weird. But anyway, uh, they released an album called Late Night Walking. Um, the, what really caught my ear about this one is um, it reminded me a lot of, of one of my favorite artists of all time, David Garza. And, and, but back before he went to the Brown Bears and the Art Cloud Army and actually had like listenable, like accessible material, this is a, 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 a sharp shift from pretty much anything else that is in my, my uh, top 24 of the year. Um, but it is the vibe of this song is really like laid back, really cool. And I think, I don't know how many people listening to this podcast are going to know David Garza. Um, but if you don't, go out and listen to this Euphoria, right? The the first major label record he had, and it's a gorgeous record. I think you, number three, are certainly going to get that vibe. Let me know if you don't or if you do, but I think you will. And that's sort of what drew me to this one a little bit. So the, um, the artist, Wide Mouth Mason, the uh, song is called Long Distance Love, coming in at number six in uh, Best of Number One's uh, favorite songs of 2023. 
telephone to your mouth and your ear And let my disembodied voice convince you That my distant body lies next to you here Imagine I'm the blanket wrapped around you Pretend that it was me, not the sun But on my side of the bed Negate this distance in between us Imagine I'm as close as the receiver to your head
music from a long-standing Canadian institution, Wide Mouth Mason, that uh, we do not know anything about. You but. you make fun of them, but hey, they won Juno Awards, which I don't know what that means. Everybody seems to have won Juno Awards based on our research. I have two. Do you? I, yeah, I do. do uh, okay. That was, uh, yeah, I, I definitely hear the hear the David. I hear any number of like late nineties, early two thousand singer songwriter. Like it's definitely of that era. It's, it does not sound sure. like a today thing at all. Sure. But um, I, I love that. So I, I yeah. thought that was catchy as hell. And yeah, it just, it harkened me back to the point where I just thought, man, it would be nice if David Garza made some music I could listen to again. Yeah. Like David Bubby, we love you, but like, come on, man. Enough with the uh, like farting on a snare drum and putting it out on a CDR for two and people. He doesn't, and he doesn't put much out anymore. He's focusing on his artwork and scarves and shit. And just like, covering, come on, dude. And covering shifts of Jiffy Lube or wherever he is. I guess. But, you know, he still has, he's getting the money from Fiona. He's in Fiona's band, Fiona Apple's band. So. How, how much money could he possibly be making being in Fiona's band when she barely plays? Yeah, that's probably a good point. Yeah. Okay. Got to have something to keep the uh keep the utilities on. Anyway, well next week you've got the top 5 in uh Bastard number 1's uh DBC Advent Calendar's favorite songs of the year and regardless of whether any of those top 5 songs showed up in the song exchange, you're going to hear them on the show. That is correct, and I believe at least uh I would say I think two uh two did. Okay. Well, there you go. We got that to look forward to on next week's program as we uh, spend this these last couple of weeks in December and, and, and first week of January kind of wrapping up the year that was in new music, 2023. That does not mean that we are not consuming and looking for new things to add. Oh, God, though, new things need to come out. Man, there were 12 albums in my feed this it's, week. It's bad. And they were all, there was one classical and, and 11 trap records. There was, no, sorry, sorry. There was also one head PE record. Oh. Which, uh, that's the only one I downloaded and the and I couldn't get through it. <laughs> did, are they, Did was it classical or was it trap? Which direction did they go? <laughs> <laughs> closer to trap that's for sure um it, it is sounds you know what it sounds like it sounds like every other head pe record which means garbage oh my um, god they're garbage they're a garbage garbage band um yeah no it's it's a bad time if you're really looking for new albums you can certainly find lucy's you know but even that is kind of slowed down because i think people realize you're going to get drowned out by the noise of people's attention being divided by the holidays and all that all the christmas songs that are dominating you know your your ears for a yeah. lot of people um and so yeah they just wait until january but wait in the last two weeks though there has been a new kid capici song which um uh, we haven't talked about them in a while but they are i would say probably my favorite current band mm -hmm. it's a new new song from them and i i texted you um, uh, the yesterday or this morning or something, the new Beyonce song just came out today. I didn't hear it. I didn't. It's fantastic. I don't know why I didn't see it, it on fantastic. any of my any of my usual haunts for. Uh, well, who knows? It might have just come out on title. I mean, JD's a J. Oh no, I've, I I have to look it up. I think Jay Z sold his stake in title, didn't he? Or is he still? I know Usher did. 
I don't know. We'll have to see. But me, it could be exclusive on title for all I know. But man, it is a good song. Um, but speaking of Christmas music, and I, I know you're—I uh, know you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan, but you're not really a football fan. But did you happen to listen to the Philadelphia Eagles Christmas record? No, no, I didn't. I know yeah. about it, and I know it's a yes, a big the Philly thing specials. It's a big the Philly thing. specials, big thing in this area, in the uh, the Philadelphia-ish area, uh, where the the linemen and and some others uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles uh, got together and have recorded their second Christmas record. I actually listened to it. Absolutely effing dreadful. Oh really? I w- I want to like it. I want to like it, or at least I want to like the novelty of it because it's just I'm a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. That none of them can sing worth a lick. And half the songs on there sound like they were produced in like 1913. I don't know what happened here where they decided to go with a production that sounds like it's in mono um, from from like the 40s or something. And, and it's it's an absolute train wreck. People are loving it because Jason Kelsey's on it, you know. And, and Jason Kelsey's the biggest thing next to, uh, you know, uh, his brother at this point. Is um not not to to get sidetracked again, but is the Beyonce song called My House? No, I think it's called Summer Girls. My House was the first single she released a couple weeks ago. My House is the the song that played over the end credits of her movie. No, it's called Grown Woman. It was what? just released today. Why is this not showing up like literally anywhere? And it's a it's a friggin' fantastic song. I'm not a huge Beyonce fan. I thought her last record was really good, kind of different for her. Um, but this song is awesome. I'm t- maybe it's a title song. I don't know. No, here we go. So Billboard posted about it eight days ago. Uh, it only showed up in my feed today it does say it was released December 13th yeah it's a big day for Beyonce on Wednesday December 13th she commemorated 10 years of her self-titled surprise visual album uh, that's right. That remember, I do remember when that record dropped in December was this, lost was this, something, was this mind. on it though or something um, like was this a song from that Du, 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 du. 2023 so what was that 20 uh, then 13 some visual album oh the beyonce platinum edition there Did was a there was a bonus so when beyonce arrived when the self-titled record arrived it was a 14 track record with 17 music videos certain songs All got right. two music videos but one music video did not have a audio only track and for a decade, fans have only been able to stream the song Grown Woman as a music video. And now it is finally oh. available as a song. Interesting. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't even have the, I'm looking at that. I don't even have the video version on. Uh, that makes on, sense because on, on, on when, title, when you so. sent that to me, I was like, why did I not get any notifications from my usual spots? And then just now, going to pitchfork and it's all silent like pitchfork would be ejaculating all over itself if it knew there was a new beyonce song out uh, so, okay. i'm telling you though it's great though all right i'll check it I out mean, I mean, i never watched the videos i knew to me okay that's for sure anyway all right let's get into the song exchange why let's don't we do it do that yes all right so i am starting out 
um, with some retro tunes tonight. There's going to be two uh, two tunes that take you you back way back in the time machine. Uh, this one back into the '80s for sure uh, for a three piece band uh, from Boston, Massachusetts called House of Harm. And, and sorry, my voice is cracking there because I do not feel well. <coughs> House of Harm is what I said. Um, they are a uh, labeled as a post punk and dark wave or cold wave band. Mm-hmm. I think he, uh, what I get in this is a decent amount of cure for, for sure. And you're going to go back into the uh, late 80s for this vibe. Uh, they just released their second uh, album called Playground. Uh, it came out on December 1st, so it's probably one of the newest things I'm bringing here. I'm, I'm bringing a couple new ones, actually, that within the last couple of weeks, um, and this is one of them. Uh, the track is called, uh, what's it called? It's called Before the Line, new music from House of Harm. <laughs>
Yeah, there's new music from a group called House of Harm, brought by our friend Bastard Number One. Track is called Before the Line. You can find that on the uh, album Playground, which is a relatively recent release. A little uh, end of the year, nice little end of the year surprise. That was real good, real yeah. good. It's got that cure, but but it was it was it wasn't just a straight cure rip like it was it was good i got like drab majesty like if we're like pulling in a no, that's contemporary fair. artist um maybe a little less theatrical um it was good stuff i i look forward to uh diving into that record if you recommend that i do yeah i would absolutely okay all right we're gonna uh you said they were from england right no they're from boston no, they're from oh, son of a bitch all right we're going to england We've been to England so many times tonight. We're just killing the planet. It's fine. Uh, for a new band out of uh, Yorkshire, um, and I believe I believe the band is pronounced Scouge. It's a weird. Um, it seems like there's a letter missing there somewhere. Well, it does. It, it, it is so. If you put it into Google to like you know I don't know research the band, Google automatically corrects you for Scourge, yeah. and so then you have to click on no. I mean Scouge. So that might not be the smartest move uh, when naming a band that you're going to have to like do an extra click on a Google search. Yeah. Um, but in any event, I, th- I think it's a cool sounding name if that's if that's what it is. But anyway, they're a three piece out of Yorkshire, relatively new band, only been around for a couple of years. Um, they released their self-titled debut EP uh, back in October. So this one's been sitting for a little bit, but it's a four track EP. Um, then we're going to hear a song called Tin Pot. It's got a post-punk vibe, but not in the the way that we're hearing it now. This reminds me of like when the, when the phrase post-punk was applied to bands like, I don't know, Jawbox or things like that in the 90s. Um, in fact, when I heard this, I immediately thought that like Jay Robbins had something to do with it. It just kind of has his sound on it but i can find no indication that he has produced them or anything like that but uh, see what you think of tin pot by uh, scourge on the dbc song exchange
music from the Yorkshire band called Scouge or Scooge. I hope it's Scouge. Scooge to sit too close to Spooge. Yeah, I Scooge. I hope doesn't sound right now. No, no. And that track is called Tin Pot from their uh, self-titled Scouge EP. Spooge <laughs> on Scooge. <laughs> God no. I hope go. not. What do you think of Scouge? I like that one. That was that was really good. Everything but the band name was really good <laughs> in that one. No, yeah, I, I like that. We, we I, I definitely heard a jawbox thing. At the front, all I kept thinking of was I need to go back and listen to FF equals six six, which is a song from Jawbox I haven't heard in, in forever and I always so, loved. So good. Their Jawbox is so currently underrated. Um all right, moving on to your uh next one. And I have to say it's it sometimes we have this thing where like somebody's uh thing pops up. Um, this isn't something that's on my list, but this record has been sitting in my queue and I haven't touched it. And I wonder if you're going to be the reason that I'm finally going to listen to it. I would think so. Yeah. Oh, you're going to like this song for sure. Uh, the, the woman's name is Molly Birch and we're coming back to the U S for this one. Again, we're flying <coughs> cross country back and forth. We're going to Austin, Texas this time though, a little bit further West, um, Molly Birch is a singer-songwriter. She's released four records, including her new one uh, called Daydreamer. Uh, back on, I'm seeing if I look like a date, September 29th. So it's been out a while now. Yep. Um, uh, album, to be very honest, uh, it's a pop record, but it's uh, very depressing. So I was reading the story behind this a little bit. Uh, she was cleaning out some some old stuff and found the, her diaries from when she was a 13 year old, and apparently she was uh, had a, a body dysmorphia syndrome. Uh, she had an eating disorder, and she started to daydream about all the things that she wanted to be and stuff. But she had a pretty poor, you know, self esteem and life back at that point. And this book was uh, this album was kind of made off of that. So it's not the sunniest of records I've ever heard. Um, that said, we're taking you back to, again, the late 80s, uh, maybe early 90s. I was trying to figure out an artist I could compare this to and um, take away the like shimmering pop aspect of it. And I'm thinking like a Martika, you know, like a Taylor Dane almost. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just I, I always like to try to put when I want to hear the 80s vibe, I want to put an artist to it and it can't quite fit the actual artist but it's within that vibe you're going to hear this song called physical um a little bit more downbeat than uh than uh some of those upbeat 80s songs but damn it takes you back man it really is so this is uh physical from molly birch of her new album daydreamer
What decade is it? Yeah, that no was kidding. Molly Birch. Track is called Physical from her uh, Daydreamer record. And yeah, as I'm sitting here going, I'm like, why the hell was I sitting on this? Why has this been in my library and I just keep avoiding it? Um, that was really, really good. And I think that's yeah. a guarantee that they might be that in House of Harm on my uh, commute and my uh, Christmas shopping jaunts tomorrow. There you go. I, I, I am telling you, it's not the sunniest of records. No, I don't care. I don't, but, I don't need yeah. to be sunny. But that was really good. Good stuff from Molly Birch, who um, she had a, a, the last record had a collaboration with Wild Nothing. I think that was how I got, that was my entry into discovering who she was. Uh, well, and the producer of Wild, the producer that produced the last Wild Nothing record produced this record too. There you go. It's all, it's all a big, big old incestuous mess, as our friend number two used to say. All right, we're going to go uh, to another singer songwriter, but totally uh, a female singer songwriter, totally different vibe though. Um, this is uh, a singer songwriter named Jenny Owen Youngs, and I, I keep wanting to say Jenny Owens Young, but it's yeah. Owen Youngs. I know uh, this name for some reason. I don't know why. So she's been around for a while. Um, she's got a, a bunch of records. Uh, started recording back in 2005. Her break was um, when she got a song on the soundtrack to the show Weeds on okay. Showtime. And that song was called Fuck Was I. <laughs> um, and that got okay. her a record deal. <laughs> That got a record deal. Huh? Yes, fuck was I got her a record deal, and um, and she had a, a number of records toured with uh, Regina Spector and uh, you know a number of uh, of of known artists. Um, and then she got into um, songwriting and writing with other people. And her claim to fame, and I think the thing that's probably paid for her house and anything else that she owns, is that she has a co-writing credit on Panic at the Disco's High Hopes. Okay. So that's probably a lot to hang your hat on. Uh, she also has collaborated with uh, Ingrid Michelson. She wrote a Pitbull single from 2016 called Bad Man. She wrote a Pitbull single. Yeah, Boy. which was debuted at the uh, Grammys. Um, she's worked with Dan Wilson of Semisonic. You know, uh, speaking of that, we got to get someone to premiere a song at the Grandpappies. Yeah, that would be I got to work on it. Don't that I, would be, I, I call up a CEO at business.net. Yep, yep, I will. Um, and then one other fun fact, I just I love, you know, if I can find something odd about these artists before we actually get into the music. Uh, she's into podcasting, just like us, and uh, she's had two. In September of 2016, she launched a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That reviewed one episode at a time with... Um, her or with a friend of hers and okay. then in 2019 she started a veronica mars podcast wow. called veronica mars investigations which again goes through the series one episode at a time so she is uh i guess a, a kindred spirit in the in the podcasting vibe you know she's passionate about something enough to talk about it should have got her on this podcast talk. this record though that she put out this year called avalanche i was really stunned by this because i didn't i didn't think i was gonna like it as much as i did and it just ended up it's just a really well written clever lyrics 
the melodies are on point. It's a little mellower, I know, than what you're used to, but or what you like. But, ah, whatever. But I, I just I find something about this to be really, really just a great slice of singer songwriter. Um, and this is a, a track, second track on the album Avalanche, it's called "Knife Went In." Um, and uh, yeah, see what you think. This is uh, Jenny Owen Young's uh, "Knife Went In" on the DBC Song Exchange.
There's music from singer-songwriter Jenny Owen Youngs. I almost slipped again. The song was called Knife Went In from her uh, recently released album Avalanche from 2023. Nice slice of singer-songwriter pop with some clever lyrics. Pretty arrangement. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. There you go, <laughs> as we always do. Your final track, and then I'm going to blow things up with... Uh, the craziest thing I've brought all year. All right. Well, let me let me tell you this. And one thing we, I didn't realize until I just looked is that was song 900 all time. Oh, how about that? All right, man. Yep. We are closing in on that. What are we going to do when we hit a thousand? We got some kind of party. I feel like, uh, yeah. Should we, we should, do a? We should do a lot. Thousand. We need to bring that person on. Whoever no. is a thousand, we need to bring that person on the podcast. We should do a live broadcast from some brewery. That's uh, what we need to do. Uh, all righty, you can if we can find a brewery that's going to let us, you know, two fat guys do a podcast from there. Drag all my equipment in there, yeah. Sure, why not? Hey, anyway, all right. So the the band I'm bringing is a is a band I didn't realize they'd been around for a while. Um, called Bad Veins. You familiar with that? It sounds so familiar, but they got thousands of followers. I see on uh, on the old Spotify, but uh, it's thousands, not okay. not ringing a bell. Well, the the group is led by a guy named Ben Davis, out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, the uh, announcer for the Phillies, and a former catcher, and uh... yeah, uh, it it could be he's not doing anything else right now, is he? Oh, he's broadcasting, I guess. But uh, no, I don't think it's that Benjamin Davis. Um, this guy's been around since 2007. Has released uh, four records uh, through 2015. And then has disappeared off the face of the earth and then has just released a, a new record in the last, uh, I believe, two weeks or so. Uh, no, uh, three weeks. Call it December 1st again. Uh, called Imposter. Uh, I was reading up about him on Wikipedia. And I don't know what he does now in, 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 uh, in touring. But it said he was known for sporting vintage military clothing using a telephone to sing into while performing and utilizing an old reel-to-reel named Irene for all the backing tracks. An old reel-to-reel named Irene? He named the reel-to-reel, and he sings into a telephone while performing. I, I, I like that. It sounds fascinating. Uh, he has opened up uh, for bands we know. Uh, now, again, this is they haven't released the record since 2015, but back in the day, Two Door Cinema Club, Walk the Moon, uh, We Were Promised Jetpacks, one of my favorites, Local H, um, and a, a nice band called You, You're Awesome. I've never heard of them. Hmm. That's a great name. You, You're Awesome. <coughs> I love it. Anyway, um, uh, it's labeled as indie rock. I don't know. Part of this is like art rock. It's kind of interesting. It's a, it's a quirky little track uh, um, for sure. Um, the part that really catches me is it it builds over time, and you get to the last, I don't know, maybe a minute and a half. It's all instrumental from that point on, but man, that riff that he plays, whoo, that is, uh, that sticks with you. Uh, so it, it gets, it's really quirky up front and gets really neat by the end of it. So uh, we'll see what you think. It's called Lonely Soldier. It's new music from Bad Veins.
<laughs> New music from Bad Veins. Song was called Lonely Soldier. And uh, that's Bastard number uh, one's last pick for the evening. Um, it was good. the the ending was better than the the I could the rest of it was kind of mad, but when the synth that buzzing synth part came oh, in, that's, that's so good. It, get, it gets pretty good. I wish that had kind of been the whole thing. I like um, the quirkiness of the 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 first half of it, but yeah, it certainly uh, is quirky. That end, ooh, yeah, can't really imagine cool. that opening up for Walk the Moon or yeah, some of those other ones you listen. I can't imagine it opening up for you. You're awesome. I know. I, I can. I guess. I yeah, guess. I, don't, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. So now, can you picture them opening up for Local H? Now that I don't. Mm, I mean, maybe if they leaned more into that heavy riff thing at the end, possibly, but. I don't know that local H audience is looking for the arty uh, quirkiness of the first half of it. But interesting stuff uh, here on the DBC song exchange. Now it's my turn to wrap things up and I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go the bat shit route here with um, maybe the bat shittiest thing I've brought uh, to the segment. I wish I had known cause I have a uh, bat shitty song in my, uh, my playlist too. Uh, well, you should bring it next week so we can Maybe. spread the bat shit around. <laughs> you don't want to blow all your bat shit out at once, do you? I guess not. Uh, this uh, is by a, a, a duo called Knower. That's K-N-O-W-E-R for those playing at home. And I will read to you the uh, Wikipedia description of what kind of music they are. They are an electronic avant-pop jazz-funk duo. Okay. Um, so they, it's it's Lewis Cole and Genevieve Artadi, two jazz-trained musicians who formed this group called Knower uh, back in the, what was it, early 2000s and, and put out some stuff in like the 2010s. Um, they haven't released a record under this. Uh, they've done plenty of solo stuff and other things but have not released a record um, in about seven years. And this song is just, I, I read an internet comment uh, on the music video, which is hilarious. Um, and they described it as sounding like if the singer is backed up by Square Pusher, but if Square Pusher was an analog band. Now, for those that don't know Square Pusher, like it's really abrasive, like, hyper fast like inhumanly fast beats and electronics and all that kind of stuff but imagine that but played on real drums and with like keyboard it is the guy this guy lewis cole is an unbelievable drummer almost to the point where when i heard it the first time without the video seeing him play i was like this is a this is computer trickery i feel like it just didn't feel real but now i've seen him do it and the guy's ridiculous. Um, so it's very strange, very fast, quirky keyboard part. There's a saxophone solo in the middle of it. It's all very just out there. And then I need to share the lyrics before we hear the song. Uh, because the lyrics are nothing we could have ever played on our original home. So I will, yeah. I will read to you a couple of... Now imagine this kind of music, these jazz musicians playing this weird funk electronic thing, and over top of it, it opens with the lyrics, Bullshit season no longer in sesh. We're here to the rest. What a fucking mess. Inside of this stream of piss, we're the abyss. 
And then the chorus goes, hit record, shut the fuck. We're filling voids in shape of us. Balls are blue, full of true. Got a load to save all of you. Okay. That sounds jazzy to me. Uh, And then it goes, uh, I'm not naming names. You know your name. Pawns in the game. Shit-ass Hall of Fame. Total eclipses all over you bitches. Full fucking moon. Dark side facing you. Um, So again, like now you hear these lyrics and maybe you're picturing or imagining a song. It's not what this sounds like. It is utterly ridiculous, but I am not lying when I tell you that I've had it stuck in my head all week. It is the last thing in the world you would expect to be catchy, but I have been unable to get this out of my head. I can't wait to hear what this is. This is going to be one of the weirdest things, and even if you don't like it, I feel like you have to just respect the craft on this for how ridiculous and also unbelievable musicianship on it, especially on the drums. Pay attention to those drums. So here is Noah from their record called Noah Forever. Uh, This track is called The Abyss on the DBC Song Exchange. We run pillars of fire, heard with the eyes, we are 
I think that if uh, there was more jazz like that out there, I'd probably mm. listen to it. That song is insane, and I love it. I'm in. You're in? Uh, how would you not think I like that? No, I mean, I, the, the funk alone. I like all kinds of crazy shit like that. Yeah, the funk alone. And I, I should mention that uh, Lewis Cole is best friends with, it should not come as any shock to you, Thundercat. Okay. So you could definitely see them hanging out in this weird sort of like jazz, but also just crazy. You yeah. know, we're not just playing right. in a dimly lit jazz club. So that well, is the I downloaded ab- the record, so we'll see. It, it, it it's very experimental in some spots. Don't expect that the whole way through. That's definitely the the track, but there's some definitely worthwhile stuff on it. Right. Um, so uh, that is Nowhere, the Abyss. That brings tonight's installment or this week's installment of the DBC to a close. We uh, are wrapping up a little bit earlier than usual, though not as much as you'd think. Actually, the show didn't end up being like no. particularly short. Um, but we are going to get out of here, and we'll be back next week, most importantly, to talk about Bastard Number 1's top five songs of 2024, 2023, rather. The big reveal will happen uh, on the show. We'll hear those songs, we'll talk about them, we'll do some more song exchange, and if we're feeling better, maybe we'll have some more to say. Yeah, who knows? And look, hey, hey, if you celebrate uh, and you're listening, when this comes out, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Enjoy it. We'll be back next week with another show. We don't take a break for the holidays like so many uh, industries and businesses and all that. We are no, here. we take a break every other week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we only take a break when medical stuff comes into play. That's basically our break. Hey, look, and we both we both uh, powered it out tonight, so we're yes, good. For sure. Yeah. All right, so we'll be back next week, so uh, be sure to check that out. Until then... For my sick friend bastard number one, this is sick bastard number three over here saying goodbye. We will see you next week. Merry Christmas. Merry everything. Goodbye. See you. See you later. <laughs>